Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing for pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we're watching The Pirates of Darkwater. I forget the name of this episode. Episode 11, The Little Leviathan. That's right. It's got a Leviathan in it. A little one. At least one. A little. A little one. They really should have done the uh, apostrophe L-I-L-L. Yeah. Lil. Lil. Lil Leviathan. That's how Ren treats it, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we open up with the cold open and the the crews of the Wraith is sailing away from Bloth's ship because Bloth found them again. As or still. As he's wont to do. <laughs> Maybe he's only ever 100 yards behind. It's hard to say. It's a very small ocean. <laughs> Evidently. So the plan is to throw a line with a big, weird... Sucky pig? Sucky pig could be. It's kind of shaped like uh, that one nightlight from Bob's Burgers. Kuchikopi? That's it. I think um, Conk calls it a sea sucker. That sounds right. There's a lot of things being yelled at this. But apparently once it sticks onto a thing, it'll never ever let go. Okay. And they got a single pretty thin rope. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't seem like a good thing for that thing evolutionarily. No. To just get stuck on something and then be done. Well, I mean, like, barnacles are a thing. I guess. That's what they do. Are they stuck with their mouths? I don't... I mean, I guess I'm just assuming that... They don't have mouths, really? I'm assuming this thing's... That's its mouth. That could be its anus right under its eyes. I don't know. I don't know. It's not a great You don't want to block up your anus like that either, though. Trust me. (laughs) You've been corked. (laughs) But the other ship, the Wraith, has everybody, and Tula... I don't know. She's behaving as though it's her first day. She's just clinging to a mast... Uh, as though they're like going really fast or like wildly, they're just probably going like thirty-five miles an hour at yeah. most. That was fast back then. I know, but it's still only like thirty-five miles an hour. And Nidler's got his precious bundle of melons. The the only thing to carry over from the past episodes, right? So far, except for like treasures. Yeah, I was gonna say I guess they have treasures, but it doesn't matter. And I guess the well, we'll get to it later. The 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 face mask monsters. Um, oh, yeah. They, they don't mention those, though. They don't. And the constrictors. So I guess there's a lot. <laughs> a few things. So, uh, bl- not Bluff, the other guy. Conk. Conk shoots it, and it hits a Leviathan leaping through the air. And he's like, before he did that, he's like, it would take a miracle for them to not get hit by this. And then a Leviathan jumps out of the water and smacks it out of the air. A Leviathan is a big, long, purple water snake in this world. Yeah. And also... Uh, the pig thingy didn't stick to it, so... Because it's wet. Is that it? I don't know. Okay. And Kong's like, well, miracles happen sometimes, I guess. So, Bluff... Or maybe it did stick, because it looks like they're trying to get the uh, line yeah. cut. It just looked like it bounced off in the animation, and I it's got confused. T- it's hard to tell uh, sometimes what's going on in this rushed, cheap 90s animation. <laughs> Bluff's ship just stops. Apparently, that's something you can just do with a <laughs> with a sail ship. But it's made of bones, yeah. All right, sure. I guess it is untold deep. There's no way to know how far down it goes, and maybe the car driving it at the bottom of the ocean just There's just a the single breaks. remote control car pulling it. Yes. I or I picture it just like sinking down to a single point that's in a in a tiny little go-kart that they use to drive it around. I was imagining a little cart pulling it, but like a, a parade balloon with a bunch of ropes. Mm. Okay. That's pretty good, too. So they they stop to release the Kraken, or not the Kraken, the Leviathan, and uh, the Wraith sails away to an island that's nearby, I guess. They'll never find us here in this island with an eyesight. (laughs) So Bloth does a smart thing, which caught me off guard, and he sends out the the Dragons? 
Dragoons? What are these called? Dagrons. I got there. <laughs> I often forget that Bloth has an Air Force. Yeah, they do. So they're just flying around and Conk's on one of them. I don't know why Conk is such a trusted guy that he keeps getting sent out. Or He's the easiest to draw. <laughs> that much is true. I miss his guys, his simpleton friends. Yeah. They, um, they looked easier to draw, like, in that they didn't try very hard to draw them. <laughs> it's true. And their weird BDSM yeah. harnesses with all the little hook placements for carabiners or whatever. Yeah. It's peculiar. For chaining your nipple clamps, too. I guess so. Yeah, it, it worked. They just hit their big red ship off to the side, and it was fine. The The Dagrons did not spot them. But you know what does? It's a pair of big old red eyes. Big spooky eyes making big spooky sounds. Well, I wouldn't call them spooky. They're well, these guys are spooked by them. Well, sure. If I were to see a, a set of enormous eyes staring at me, I'd be a little spooked. They out. don't know the name of the episode that they're currently in. It's called <laughs> The Little Leviathan. So That's probable. They didn't see the thumbnail. <laughs> Which very explicitly has a little leviathan in yeah. it. With a little curly cue of hair, like a like a jigglypuff. And then the, the opening happens. Yeah, we learn about dark water. Sometimes there's, there's no cold open, and sometimes there is. It's weird. Yeah, I was going to try and venture a guess on why that is, but I have no idea. <laughs> there's no reason for it, really. Aside from, like, no production manager. I don't know. There's eyes, and everybody's spooked out. Uh, Tula's the only one brave enough to go over to the side of the ship and shine some light on it. She's like, oh, it's a baby Leviathan. And she's not freaked out at all. Which seems like a thing that you don't want to have near you. Yeah. Regardless. For the same same reason you don't play with a baby bear cub. Right. Or a baby rhinoceros. I would would describe the little Leviathan as a character on the uh, packet of Kool-Aid. A grape packet (laughs) of Kool-Aid. A grape berry Kool-Aid. Yeah. He's a... He's a grape mixed berry or something mascot. Yeah, it's weird. He's just a cute purple cartoon. Yeah. And it makes a really irritating sound. He's just too easily irritated. Yes. He's a baby. That's my whole thing. He does baby sounds because he's a baby leviathan. Who's getting eaten by dark water? Yeah, they notice that um, it's a baby and Tula does a... Try, she tries to ecomance it, but she can't read its mind or whatever. Because there ain't nothing going on right, in there. Because it's a baby. And then they notice that it's submerged in dark water. Like, well, let's get the ship away from that thing. It can die all by itself. Um, but then, if you recall, here's some carryover. The uh, the bag that that one lady who wanted to bang Ren, uh, mm-hmm. she sent them out with a Leviathan skin bag to collect the dark water in. Oh, so we yeah. now know that Leviathans are moderately immune to dark water. But I think they say not that much dark water and not that young. Yeah. So he is going to die if he stays in this dark water. True. And we're only three minutes in, so (laughs) they probably won't let the little Leviathan die. Probably not. It does do some screaming. I don't know how easy it is to move a ship that size, but they just get like some gondola poles and push it to the side and it's okay. Yeah, those are the moving to the side sticks. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it should have been that easy, but they were able to do it. No problem. I'm not a sail person. It's called buoyancy, Sky. (laughs) What's buoyancy, Jake? Uh, Floaty ship. Okay. Not wrong. Yeah, he's not. So Ayaz notices that it's going to die, and he's like, well, you know, we can take its skin and make a new sail with it. (laughs) He doesn't give a fuck. He sure doesn't. Uh, Ren has immediately bonded to this thing as though he was a baby duck and the baby was its mom. Ren just loves everyone. It's not just this thing. I guess. 
Uh, so he throws a lasso to it. The the baby bites it, and then he pulls it out using a crank of some sort. The Leviathan crank. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know what it would be for or why it was there, uh, aside from plot contrivance. Um, it's for hoisting. <laughs> okay. Good enough. And Ren doesn't bother naming it. He just refers to it as Baby. I named it Baby. Like Baby Sinclair? Yeah. Yeah, that, I don't care for that either. <laughs> Give it a real name. Do you hate Baby Sinclair? I hate that it's named Baby. Or technically it was named Argrim Dying, you idiot. But <laughs> that's a deep cut. <laughs> Nidler doesn't want to share his melons. And honestly... Yeah, the the Leviathan is big enough that like it could eat all of the melons in one go and still be hungry. Okay. I guess all the same could be said for Nidler, but yeah. Also, I think that's exactly what happens in a little bit. Yeah, it is a little sea worm that's too, as big as the ship. But also, you could eat Nidler. Yeah, and still be hungry. It'd solve a lot of my problems. This this episode is relatively Nidler light, <laughs> all things considered. Yeah, it's one of the better ones. You're right. Actually, not really. This this episode was kind of nothing. Yeah. Um. So uh, somehow the sails got torn up, and they're going to sew them back up with vines. Apparently that's a thing you can do in this world, and it'll be okay. Yeah. It just see, feels like you're going to be putting a lot bigger holes <laughs> in there. Why, why, not, why not needle and thread? I don't know. I'm not a salesman again. This guy. <laughs> a boatman. Sure. A seaman. There you go. But uh, Ren's like, yeah, let's go get some vines. And then he just hops on the Leviathan, which accepts him. I guess they have a permanent bond. Yeah, they're BFFs. I guess so. Uh, so they're using the uh, the Leviathan elevator to go get more vines, and Nidler's all crabby because he could have gone and got them. Like, you didn't want to. You constantly complain about how... There's a whole episode about how you don't want to do stuff. Yeah, that people boss you around too much. But now he's jealous because there's a new pet. Ayaz <laughs> just... doesn't care for it either, but he wants. he has a capitalism mindset where he just wants to kill it and use its body to, for stuff. I think the Leviathan reminds me of Purple Source Rex. Here's a picture of him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, if I didn't know there was like a dinosaur body behind the Kool-Aid Man, that would definitely be just a, a serpent. Uh-huh. Uh, what was it? Sharkleberry Finn? Sharkleberry Finn, Purple Source Rex. Uh, there's an octopus ma- magician. I don't remember his <laughs> name. Uh, there's Rockadile Red. He's a saxophone playing cro- crocodile. Nice. Um, I think those are the big ones that I remember from. What was the childhood. octopus's flavor? Blue Raspberry. Okay. Hold on. I'll find out his name. Uh, the Great Blue Dini, I believe, is his name. Okay. That's that's uh, correct. That's a pretty good pun, I guess, overall. Great. The Great Blue Dini. There he is. He's, a, he's an octopus, but he's also a magician. Sure enough. <laughs> and Kool-Aid didn't know what they were doing there. Um... Somehow, looking up the Great Blue Dini led me to this disgusting-looking thing. This is a uh, Cap'n Crunch Ocean Blue Maple Syrup Bottle. (laughs) Hard pass. Yikes! That's too many things. Yeah, but I can get it at the Walmart near your house right now. Oh, it exists. It's extant now. That's terrifying. It's new. Oh, I I assumed it was a 90s thing where they're like, hey, you want some green ketchup, kids? Nope. According to this review, it tastes just like maple syrup, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's my problem with maple syrup. It's not fun enough. It's not It's not uh, ocean blue. <laughs> you know, like food is. <laughs> it doesn't have a picture of Captain Crunch on it. Ugh. Syrup literally does the opposite of make your foods crunchy. It makes it soggier. Yeah. 
and and food is never blue. Not good foods. No, like name a blue food. I mean, good for you food. Okay. Well, still name a food that's blue. Blue raspberry. Blue raspberry doesn't exist. They're the all great black blue raspberries. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there are any naturally occurring blue foods. No, they're not. There's not. I mean, there's like blue flowers, but they tend generally 100% never yield a blue f- fruit or anything. If it's blue, you don't eat it. It's not. It's not well, real. That's the old rule, Sky. Times are <laughs> changing. It's ocean blue Captain Crunch maple syrup. You shouldn't eat the ocean either. It's real bad for you. <laughs> I think ocean blue is just the description of the color. Right, which is bad for you. You get all dried out and you'll die. Whatever, I'm getting some on the way home. <laughs> Going to a sea madness. <laughs> so Nidler picks some fruit and the baby eats it, and Nidler hates the baby, and then they see Bloth roll up on his bone ship. They duck down as though they'll be spotted. I feel like your giant red ship will draw more attention than three people on a beach. You'd think so, but they can't find that ship guess. when it's hidden or something. Yeah, Conk does notice the tree that looks, or that baby's hiding behind, sort of, but it looks like the tree just has eyes, so he gets confused, and Bloth hates that about him. <laughs> Normally, when Conk looks at, Conk speaks in the third person. When tree look, or when Conk look at tree, tree don't look back. Maybe Conk is just a real good lay, and that's why Bloth keeps him around. That, that can't be true. You don't think so? No. I don't know. I, he, he's not good at anything. Except for fucking. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. Conk has real power bottom energy. <laughs> I suppose you'd have to be with that peg leg. Yeah. And there's a way Bloth is a bottom. You don't know. You don't know what he's like. Mm, he seems to like to be in charge and dominating. Right. So it might be attractive to him to have somebody tell him what to do. I guess that's true. But that's not going to be Conk. No, certainly not. He gets meth Jafar. That's what he wants Ren for. <laughs> He wants Ren to dominate him. Weird. Uh, so Ren Ren's loves busy baby. Dominating someone else right now. Yeah. He wants to keep baby. Uh, the rest of the crew is not super on board for that, but I guess Ren is in charge. So and what he says goes. I mean, you shouldn't have a pet that's going to grow up to be bigger than the boat you live on. Yes. It's just a pretty good rule to have. Yeah, especially at this age where it's definitely just going to ruin everything. Yeah. Because as we go back we go back to the ship, Ayaz is playing tug-of-war with one of the vines because the baby's going to eat it. Uh, and they need the vines to stitch up the sails? Because. That's why. And Nidler's all like, oh, at least he ate those vines instead of my melons. But he already ate the melons. Womp womp. So now Nidler's out for blood. <laughs> this was fucking melons. <laughs> This episode's not as horny as other episodes, so we gotta... Well, know. there's a baby on board. Yeah. We gotta inject <laughs> it where we can. That's right. So, uh, Tula is basically pretending to drive while uh, Ren was up fixing the sails. And when everything's done, they head out to sea, and uh, baby is staring at fish. And I is like, you want to go swimming too? And then he shoves it off the boat. Yeah. He just pushes him right off the fucking end of the boat. You know, like a monster? <laughs> I mean, it's a sea creature, but still, that's yeah, a the, dick move. Yeah, the, the little Leviathan's fine. Like it, it peers back over the edge, and uh, Ayaz is like, "I don't know what happened to it." And the baby's like, "You fucking shoved me in baby talk." And Ren thinks it's funny, but then the compass glows, and then the baby tries to eat the compass because it's shiny. 
You know, babies love to eat shiny things. Babies like to put anything that'll fit in their mouth in their mouth. I guess that's true, but I just feel like he's like salivating because it's shiny. I don't know. There's a bunch of shiny fish in the ocean. Yeah, I guess I don't know what leviathans are about. That's what attracted barracuda. Shiny. I'm going to have to take your word for that, Sky. Yeah, I once... I don't know anything about barracudas. I once read a story about a person who got attacked by barracuda because they were scraping barnacles off the the hull of their ship, and the barnacle scraping knife they were using was shiny, and a barracuda thought it was a fish, and it swam over, and it bit the person. They lost a finger. Where were you reading this story? I don't know. (laughs) But it's been in my head since I was, like, seven. It's from a Boy Scout magazine in a dentist's office. (laughs) That's entirely possible. <laughs> I'm really interested in all the things that are stuck in your brain from when you were little. <laughs> it's still finding them. Yeah. I, sometimes you just need the proper trigger. <laughs> that memory's in their whole cloth for some reason. Except for where I was and when it was. <laughs> or why it was. But the details, the important details are there. Don't but, mess with Barracuda. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm probably safe here from Barracuda. You'd think that, except I have them. Ah! Like the Kingpin's uh, lair in Daredevil, I have water running through the walls, and the the water is filled with barracuda. Which Daredevil? Ben Affleck Daredevil. I don't remember that. The walls are full of... Michael Clark Duncan had a neat like fountain system where like there was visible water tunnels running through his walls. And uh, Matt... No, not Matt Damon, the other one. Ben Affleck smashed him up because so, you know how he could hear little yeah. sounds from water droplets so he huh. could fight him better. I don't remember that, but it's been a hot minute since I've yeah. seen that. And Ben Affleck kicks out both of his knees. I do vaguely remember that. Yeah. Doesn't seem like he would have been able to have enough power to do that because he'd use both his feet on a wet floor that he literally just slid across. But it's fine. <laughs> shut up. Yes, guy. Shut up about it. <laughs> so the compass gets tighter on the teeth. Of the Leviathan. Well, ba- babies can can't ingest string. It's too hard for them. It's true. Also, dogs don't give your dogs floss. They hate it. You have to pull the floss out of their asshole like a ripcord. Or <laughs> sometimes the long grass. Right. Otis likes to eat the long grass. He's disgusting. So, uh, baby, That's the least disgusting thing about him. <laughs> so, baby's got the compass trapped in its mouth, and it's tied across its teeth, and its mouth is glowing, so it looks like it's shooting out. Uh, like a breath weapon out of his mouth. Uh, Ren tries to convince it to be chill and he's going to pull it out. But then Ayaz is a dickhole and he tries to do it for him and he falls in the ocean. And then Ren jumps in too because I don't know why. So at this point you think the boat would sail away because like the boat's still driving, I think? Yeah. Technically sailing, but yeah. (laughs) Sailing is just boat driving. (laughs) You're not wrong. I don't think. I've never been sailing, but I assume that's how it works. Uh, I don't know. The Leviathan was swimming. But but Ren wasn't when he jumped in. Like, it, everything just stayed right there like they were parked. Well, I didn't say they were swimming fast or sailing fast. I guess so. But the water looked like it was moving pretty quickly. I don't know anything it's about that. It's forced perspective. Uh, but Conk, we cut over to the, the Maelstrom and Conk is still on the lookout, but he's just on the deck and not in the crow's nest, which we know has a guy specifically for this in it. Yeah, he's just... He's just giving Conk odd jobs to do until it's time to go make a love. Ugh. He's in his refractory period. He can't do it again right now. How long is the refractory period? I don't know. This guy it looks really unhealthy, so... <laughs> they all got rickets and yeah, scurvy. He probably, he probably can only come once a day. <laughs> Gross. Takes a lot out of him, like when Baby Yoda uses the Force. <laughs> he has to take a real long nap afterwards. That's fair. 
Conk saw a baby and he thought that it was a lighthouse that was moving. And Bloth's like, you know what? Fuck you completely. Uh, and then Baby brings Ren and Ayaz into a fishing net that Bloth put out for food. Oh, man. this Our fucking podcast and nets, man. <laughs> well, in this context, it makes perfect sense because they were fishing. Yes. That makes so much more it's sense. The first time, though. And them getting caught in a big net designed to catch fish... I will accept completely. That makes a lot of sense to me. I just like how often nets came up in fucking the 90s. (laughs) People are always like, oh, based on television, I always thought quicksand was going to be a problem. Then you weren't paying attention. You really should have thought it was nets. Well, their experience to cartoons ended with the Looney Tunes. Guess so. Johnny Quest. (laughs) But there's a lot of nets in that, too. If I had to guess. Probably. Uh, I know Batman had a fair amount of capture rope devices. Batman's all nets because you can't shoot someone in the throat. Well, he also had Bolo, which are pretty cool. Which are like nets, like parts of nets. It's really just a rope with weights on the end. Yeah, which is like a part of a net. I guess. Yeah, that is pretty well descriptive of a net as well. Yeah, it's like a, a segment of a net. Yeah. Net segment. But the day grounds come at that exact moment. While Ren and Ayaz and Baby try to fly, like swim away, obviously that doesn't work, and they get picked up. I would assume that one Leviathan the size of a boat would be too heavy for even three Dagrons to carry. It's got hollow bones. But I am incorrect. Tula does see uh, the tails sticking out of the net, uh, so she knows that everybody has been abducted by Bloth's food merchants. Is she going to do anything about it? No. Not really, no. She's going to follow from a safe distance. There's no earth for her to mance, eco, leave. She can eco mance the weather and make the wind and make it go faster. Yeah. Which is what the man she learned her power from used to do for Bloth. Yeah, but she didn't exactly study with him. I guess that's true. She's Most just making this up as she goes along, mostly. Pretty much. He decided to uh, hang out at that island. Forget what was on it. Nothing? I feel like it was nothing. It was their homeland and it had been... Murdered. Murdered by dark magic? Dark water. Constrictus? There's a, Confusers? there's a demon underneath it. Can, what was the, I can never remember that monster's name. It wasn't Constrictus. No, he's or, the one in no, this. No, uh, Corruptus. Corruptus. It wasn't Corruptus either. Oh, yeah. It was somebody else. It was another miscellaneous demon. The base of the tree. So many monsters. Well, it's kind of a monster of the week kind of thing. I guess so, but they all kind of have the same name. <laughs> So the Dagrons fly the net over to the Constrictus hole and just drop everybody in it. This must be a different... I think they have two holes. They mu- They would have to, because it this feels seems- like this is just feeding the Constrictus. Yeah, this seems like the put fish in here until we want to eat fish hole. Yeah. And then the Constrictus hole is just across the deck, I guess. The water is so far down the hole. I mean, they would have to go fishing. <laughs> in their fishing hole. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that could be like a, a recreational activity for them. I just assume this is where you keep the fish until you want to eat it so they're fresh. Yeah. You can't... Fish won't keep outside. Well, but then in the next shot, Ren and Ayaz are, you know, chest deep in random fish and not in water. Yeah. It's hard to say. Really need to go back in time and have a talking to to this animation company. And the Leviathan's in there and it's fine. And Ayaz threatens to kill it. I mean, they've had nothing but problems since it showed up. Pretty much, but... Read the room, Ayaz. Ren's not going to let you do it. Ren seems to like this thing for some reason. So Ren goes and he gets the compass. It was just there. Great job, baby. <laughs> it was just there. It could have done that at any point. Like, if Ayaz hadn't 
reached out like he did, he could have just taken it from Baby because Baby would have just hopped back on the boat. Yeah, I mean, if Ayaz hadn't pushed him out into the water to begin with, none of this would have happened. Yeah, and if they just let it die in the dark water, it would have. <laughs> this would have never happened. True. But then Bloth notices that they're in there. He's going to get a fish snack. <laughs> needs a smackerel of mackerel. <laughs> we can end the podcast right there. <laughs> Bluff knows that Leviathan skin is valuable, so he wants the Leviathan. And he pulled Ayaz, Ren, and the Leviathan out of the fish hole. And they're all just calmly hanging out on deck. I'm not sure why baby Leviathan isn't just freaking out or running away or attacking them. I mean, he kind of does in a second. Not really. He does a little freaking out. Yeah, but he's a fucking Leviathan. So they push them in what I think is a different hole. Right. Well, Bloth grabs the compass and then they shove Ayaz and Ren into the Corruptus hole. Not the Corruptus hole. Damn it. The Constrictus Constrictus hole. hole. The Corruptus hole sounds yucky. (laughs) Yeah. And it's there. Remember when he left it and it was just grasped by a by a, a crane game claw? Well, now it's free and it's fine. But luckily, they didn't take anybody's weapons. So Ayaz and her friend just start cutting through the wall. They say the wood's rotted, so it's you know it's weaker than sure it should be. It'd be very soft. It was if it was waterlogged for that long. But then Baby realizes it should do something, and it yeah. So he starts freaking out, rushes over people around. It kind of cook cook pushes conk into the constrictus hole it doesn't even try and push bloth down there which it absolutely should and then it just kind of tries to run away is inaccurate because it doesn't have legs squiggle away squiggle that slither is the word i was looking for yeah i I like squiggle better yeah that's a wiggle what did you say slither slither it's a fancy way of saying squiggle away (laughs) indeed and then bloth laughs at conk as he's trying to pull himself out of the uh constrictus hole and then baby is manhandled into a third hole? I think so. Um, all these holes are lined with bones and wood, uh, but they're going to keep them for now. Bluff pulls out the compass, and it's blinking, and he shoots a laser beam at the next treasure. I assumed it'd be shooting at uh, the Wraith, because Tula's following them, but it doesn't. It shoots at the next one. Well, those aren't lost. Those have already been found. Okay. Maybe it only shoots at the closest lost treasure. Nope, because when Constrictus had it, it went. It shot at the, the, the treasure that was on the boat. Not Constrictus, Corruptus. That's it. Damn, damn it. See? So it should be shooting at the closest one, which I... Okay, sure. Maybe it's that one. Well, we cut over to Tula and, and uh, the bird, Nidler, and uh, they have some tete-a-tete. But, and then they notice a pod of leviathans chasing them, and they're like, oh, fuck it's real bad. But the Leviathans seem to not really care. At one point, they do get splashed, and uh, the two of them are smashed to the side of their ship. And for whatever reason, the ship stops. You can't get water on the top or it'll stop. <laughs> it's a design flaw. Yeah, it's a huge flaw. Uh, but then an even big... You can't get this boat wet or it won't sail. <laughs> but uh, then the biggest Leviathan comes over. The biggest Leviathan of them all! We know that because they say it out loud. It did not look any different from the ones we had seen, except for the baby who doesn't have a hammerhead yet. And they're like, well, this is real bad. But then it starts smelling the air, and it's like, oh, so that's the mom, and it's looking for its young. But we won't realize that for, like, another five or so minutes. Well, you and I realized that the second we saw the pot of Leviathan, but they won't (laughs) realize it. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Maelstrom has sailed to a different, I think he called it, like, a volcanic shelf or something. Something like that. It's a spooky uh, cave. 
they find the treasure and there's dark water nearby and like oh no we'll die if we go get it unless we have a leviathan and they do good uh also they have a leviathan skin wetsuit Meanwhile, inside the maelstrom... In the sewers, they refer to it as sewer water. Yeah. So this is poo water again. Yep. And Ayaz does not care to be strolling through it. Despite the fact that he probably smells like this anyway. He just doesn't like to be wet and smelling like shit. That's fair. But there's like a rumble, and then I guess somebody flushed because the entire tunnel gets flooded. (laughs) um, And they get swept away in in shit water. Um, They're very inefficient toilets. (laughs) So much water. Very high flow. Yeah. Nothing's getting clogged here. Yeah. Uh, it's like an eight foot tall tunnel that's six feet wide or something. It, it just fills up with water. Why is there so much water in your ship, Bluff? <laughs> What's going on, man? But Ren does the logical thing and he takes his knife and he reaches up into a grate and hooks his knife in the grate and then he grabs Ayaz. The grate's made of bones. In case you that wasn't just, explicit. Yeah, you can just assume when Sky describes anything on the Maelstrom that it's made of bones, unless otherwise <laughs> stated. Yeah. I don't know how Ren is strong enough to hold himself and Ayaz there, but he is. And then he just kind of knife punches the grate out. Yes. And they're fine. They <laughs> just climb up to the next level, which, if memory serves, is the detention level. As far as the the layers of the ship are. Well, it depends on what part of the ship you're on. If you're in the front or the back or the underneath. I guess. Back, front part. I don't don't know, man. But it it actually led to uh, next to baby's cell or hold or something. No, this is the chute. Uh, The baby chute? Well, this is just where you, you know, can they have that, where the mouth opens and you can go in and out. Right. So they are... I guess that was the detention level, so yes? I don't know. But there was a hallway leading... I think you're thinking too much into it, because they didn't when they wrote this. (laughs) Yeah, but they hear Baby, and they run down the hallway, and they find uh, Meth Jafar suiting up in his Leviathan skin wetsuit in one of those oxygen face mask parasites. But they're like, well, there's too many guys for us to attack. Yeah, so Meth Jafar has a, a poking stick that has like a bean bag or something at the end of it. And the baby has a harness that looks like it's from the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, he's got a bone bridle. Yeah, bridle, that's it. Yeah. I don't know why Meth Jafar doesn't have a saddle because it's a snake. Can't be easy to sit on. Yeah. But I guess oh, I'm looking at the results. So. A wet snake at that. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing Leviathan skin on, that's going to be wet. On top of regular Leviathan skin that's going to be wet also. I mean, it can't not be slippery. Unless it's like shark skin. Cause they're like sandpaper. It could, I guess it could be. I don't know the physiology of a Leviathan. I don't know anything about sharks, so here we are. They got sandpapery skin and lots of teeth. Mestifar turns on the compass, which acts like a, a, lantern? a lantern now. Because, of course, it does. And Ren grabs a... <laughs> A breathing parasite and chases luckily, after. Luckily, there was just one extra one hanging there. Yeah, and even more luckily, nobody noticed him do it or swim out of the thing, leaving Ayas behind. They did not discuss a plan. <laughs> he just did it. Meanwhile, back at the Wraith, the uh, Mama Leviathan is still swimming around and sniffing. N- nobody's put it together yet um, until Nidler says something like, what's it searching for? And then... That triggers Tula to realize that, oh, it's searching for its baby. This is a mother. But she ecomances that information out of it. 
Well, I mean, she had to have a suspicion. She's like, it knows it. Do- we don't mean it harm. Oh, so you can reason with them? I mean, after she ecomances it, it looks like it's having a great time hanging out with them. <laughs> she got it high a little. Yeah, when they get big, I guess they get hammerhead eyes. Yeah, they, uh, their heads look nothing like the baby one. Yeah, the baby... I would not buy a package of Kool-Aid with this monster <laughs> on it. Yeah, the, the baby looks like its face is like a turtle, whereas these look like... Monstrosities. Yeah, kind of like alligators, but mixed with a hammerhead shark and a bit of a snake. It's yucky. Yeah, they got two big underfangs. Or tusks? I don't know. Underfangs. Mom, I don't know, catches wind of the scent of her baby, so she picks up the wraith and I guess they're going with, whether yeah. they like it or not. She's like, show us where to go. I, we, we don't know. You stopped us. We were chasing, but now it's too late. Uh, meanwhile, Methjafar is riding baby. Ren has to follow but avoid Blackwater because he'll die. He's doing okay so far. Yeah, it seems pretty easy to just avoid the black water. It doesn't seem as sentient inside the water. When it was above water, it would kind of chase after you and reach for you and pull balloons out of the sky. (laughs) But underwater, it seems kind of happy. Metrofar goes right to the jewel. It's just leaning against (laughs) an underwater volcano that's spewing out dark water. Uh, It's another one that has a setting. It's got like a a red gem with a... A gold setting with pieces of white in there. It's blurry in this image. I stopped it on. Whatever. Don't don't worry about it because the next time we see it in another episode, it will, will not look like this. It won't look like that later in this episode. <laughs> but yeah, Master Far just grabs it and he's like, all right, let's go back. It was that easy. Remember when they had to fight a sand or a dune worm to get the one? Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's not. Yeah, I guess Ren did just swim to the bottom of the ocean once before. Yeah. This this episode's not about the jewel. This episode's about the baby. Baby. Is this the fourth or fifth ju- treasure? I think this is this is like number six. I think. I got that many. I think so. It's like halfway there. Yeah. I mean, so, I guess there's one more episode in this season after this. So. <laughs> Ren waited for them to come by as they were leaving the the underwater volcano, and he hops on the tail, and then he grabs. Uh, Meth Jafar's poking stick. Something I didn't notice before is the Leviathan skin wetsuit has sleeves. And gloves. Yeah. Well, the gloves I understand, but like the the unnecessary sleeves are weird. You mean like the sleeves within the sleeves? Yeah. There's like a short sleeve, yeah, but a, also a regular sleeve. Too much material? I don't know, man. I don't know, but then he doesn't... Does he hit uh, Meth Jafar with that I stick? he pokes him with it. It's He doesn't... Oh, no, I guess he, he just throws really, it away. Yeah, he doesn't do anything with it. I feel like he could have hit him with it. To be fair, it was just a stick with a bag on it. Yeah, so. but still, you wallop someone in the head when they're not expecting it. Not underwater. Yeah, it would be really hard, but you could, you could do it. But Meth Jafar notices that uh, Ren does not have a wetsuit of any kind. He's like, I'm going to kill you with dark water. And he starts shoving him at the dark water. But Baby, having a bond with him, moves him up, and it's fine. I assumed that they would just use the jewel to scare away the dark water, like it, yeah, like they're for. Um, but they don't do that. But uh, somehow, I guess Baby shoves Methjafar into the seafloor, uh, and Ren swims over and grabs the compass and the jewel, which does not look the same. Well, it's in different light. <laughs> sure. And uh, Methjafar grabs Ren's breathing parasite. I was like, that's a good call. Kill him. But then Baby wraps himself around Ren and brings him to the surface, and Ren's fine. He's not burned by dark water. He's not drowning. He's having a good day. Yeah, all things considered. Bloth yells down to them. He's like, what the fuck happened? I didn't want you to survive. And Mestrafar yeah. pops up. He's like, he, like, he got him. 
It's like I thought you already got eaten. I I got bo I you know I bonered up again. And then Bluff brings out a, a crossbow. He's gonna shoot Ren in the back, which is a good call on his part. But Ayaz is also there, and he swings on a rope and kicks Bluff in the back. So it doesn't work. Good work, Ayaz. Where were you the rest of the time? He was still on the ship waiting. I guess so. Biting his time. Ayaz jumps off the ship and he hops on baby. They swim away on baby. Stop saying baby like that. <laughs> That's how they say it. It's not. <laughs> That's how I hear it. Bloth releases his air force and there are so many more Tacrons than he's ever sent out before. Never thought he needed to. Yeah. He's always like, been wrong though. <laughs> there's like 30 of them. So his instructions were just kill it. So the uh, the Air Force flies over it, and they all have crossbows, but they either have seashell tips or, like, beanbag tips. It doesn't look appropriate for murder. And Baby swims underwater with Ren and Ayaz. Bloth is like, they can't stay under there forever. Then the Leviathans show up, carrying the, the wraith still. Thanks, you brought us to exactly the spot we didn't want to go, Leviathans. And then the Leviathans jump out, they start attacking the Air Force. Bunch of dudes fall in the water. I don't know what happened to the Dagrons. I assume they get eaten. You don't think they just fly away to freedom? Nah. So the Viathans start slamming into the sides of the Maelstrom. And uh, Mathrafar tells Bloth, dude, we gotta go. <laughs> it's gonna smash apart the ship. Yeah. It starts cracking, so that's not, probably not good. I didn't know wood could crack like that. <laughs> yep. What did you just see? Eh, it got me there. So they start sailing away. Babies return to the Leviathan pod. And, uh... I guess uh, everybody wins. Except for Bloth. He's got a cracked-ass ship. Baby does want Ren to go with them, but he's like, I'm a people, and I'll drown real easy. So no thanks. Even Nindler says goodbye. He gets a big wet kiss. It's yucky. So how long do you think it is before uh, Leviathan stopped being cute? Probably not that long. Do you think that it's extremely painful for its eyes to move out of its skull like that? Yeah, probably. Maybe it goes into a cocoon. Mm. Gross. Comes back out pretty much the same, but with a different head. (laughs) And no curly cue or eyelashes. The eyelashes let you know that it's a baby. (laughs) Or a lady. So they're they're still saying their goodbyes. (laughs) But it's for a very long time. It's something about go with your family. This is my family, you know. Yeah, it's a whole sending Sasquatch back into the woods moment. Yeah. Like in Harry and the Hendersons. I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, that movie also got a sitcom. Wouldn't you say also? There's others. I just didn't know if you were... Oh, I don't know what you were referring to in this instance. <laughs> so yeah, so they're still waving goodbye, and the Leviathans fly off. So... They swim off. Right, they fly underwater. <laughs> so swimming is. Like a stingray. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you suppose now they're marked from the Leviathans that they're like, chill? Yes, I would hope attacked? so. Okay. Hopefully that'll come back into play later. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but that's how it ends. The very drawn out goodbye sequence. Jake. What? What was the most like, or uh, what was the most terrific part? The most terrific part was when we remembered who the great blue Deanie was. <laughs> As if we could forget. <laughs> we had forgotten. No. But then we no, remembered. It was, just, it was just locked up. Ah. Well, I unlocked it. Yeah, I don't know. Was there, a, I don't know if there was a terrific part. It wasn't like a super terrific episode. I kind of like the wetsuit. That was silly. Yeah, that was fun. It had sleeves for no reason. It was a good use of continuity in the whole show. Yeah, they brought back the air parasites. Uh, that and just like, because like you said, that lady's that spooky lady's bag was made of Leviathan skin. Yeah, and she melted. Well, 
Who is the most likable or effective character? I'm going to go with Baby. Yeah? The Baby. Capital B, Baby, the Baby, lowercase b. From Dinosaurs, the... Super? No, no, from this. Okay. Baby sure? the Leviathan, Baby. The okay. little Leviathan. I'll accept it. He, he, he was cute. He did uh, cute baby things. He reminded us of Purple Source Rex, which reminded us of the Great Blue Dini. <laughs> and Sharkleberry Finn. And Sharkleberry Finn. Everybody's favorite. And uh, Rock and Red or whatever the other one was. And anyway, he you know he helped he helped Ren. He helped Sky learn that sometimes babies are useful. And he unlocked that memory I had about a thing I forgot. Yeah, about Barracudas. That's it. Who did you think was the most likable or terrific effectiveness? Sky? Uh, I don't know. Nobody really did anything in this episode. Master got it done for the most part until like he till t- he didn't. Yeah, I mean he almost killed Ren. If Baby hadn't saved him, he would have died. He came closer than anyone else. Yes, so far, yeah. So good job, Master What did you do for a power cleanse? Oh uh, well, Sky, as you know and perhaps watched, uh, Hawkeye started. So that's good. Did you watch that? No. Why not? Because I forgot. What do you do all day? You should be knowing things. I know now. And watching things. Well, you should watch it. There's two of them. Okay. And they're very good. Um, How many are they slated for? Six. So there's four more. Cool. Um, yeah, so it's not it's, it's not going to be too much. It's just going to probably be the right amount. But I really like it so far. The dog is in it. The, <laughs> the girl is in it. The Hawkeye is in it. Kate Bishop. Yeah. And Pizza Dog. My only real complaint is that, and this isn't really a spoiler, if you've read Matt Fraction's Hawkeye, they... Uh, they don't refer to them as uh, tracksuit Draculas. <laughs> they call them the tracksuit mafia. Uh, that's which bummer. Is upsetting. Um, although there are four more episodes, so maybe it will come up. Yeah, I but mean, as that, of right now, that's certainly something Kate Bishop would say. Right. Yeah. And did. I'm sure of it. And so maybe she will say it before this is all over. But uh, you know, just me at home trying to explain to Katie that they're called the tracksuit Dra- Draculas, and then they <laughs> they never call them that. <laughs> Yeah. Trying to explain to her who Pizza Dog is before we start. <laughs> oh, um, Pizza Dog. So, yeah. Really liked that, um, you know, Marvel is good at, at, at this TV thing, too. So, uh, and it's Christmas time in it, which is fun. Yay. Uh, watched that. Watched, uh, fuck. No, that's called porn. <laughs> no, Sky, not the pornography. <laughs> I feel like there was a new Christmas movie. Oh, we already talked about Home Sweet Home Alone, yeah. Okay, we had, uh, but also we watched um, 8-Bit Christmas, which is uh, um, HBO Max's current new Christmas movie that just came out this weekend. It's like a Christmas story because the kid wants something, but his parents won't buy it for him. But this time mm-hmm. it's a Nintendo, oh. and it's the 80s, and it's Neil Patrick Harris telling us the story about when he was a kid trying to get a Nintendo. I see. It's pretty good. I was kind of hoping 8-Bit Christmas was like Mario Christmas Tales or something. No, it's a story about trying to get a, a, a Nintendo entertainment system in right. the 80s. I liked it. It's just a fun little Christmas movie. I, I recommend. Uh, also, watch something else that I was going to tell you about that I cannot recall. So, great job, everyone. Sky, how about you? I'll think of it when you're halfway through whatever the fuck you're saying. Sure. I uh, have mostly just been playing Pokemon Shining Diamond or Brilliant Diamond. It's Shining Pearl. It's exactly the game from before. It's it's just got upgraded, upgraded graphics and stuff, and it's fine. It's fun. 
Uh, it's nice to revisit a thing, even though I paid another $50 for it. Can you bring with you all the Pokemon you got from it last time? Not yet. Oh. Will you be able to eventually? Probably. I don't see why they wouldn't. They Do you just... still have all your Pokemon that you ever caught like you used to? Yeah. That's good. It's, uh, it's comforting in, for me. It's in an app now um, that you can log into using your Switch or whatever. It's called Pokemon Home. So you can access all of your guys from wherever you are. How much a month do you pay for that? Not a month. I paid like $12 for the year. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. But if you were paying $12 a month to keep your Pokemon, and if you missed it, they killed them all, which realistically. <laughs> well, I mean, they're all in there, so now they can basically hold them all hostage. Yeah, they raised that price. You want your Pokemons? Yeah, and then I can take them out once I pay So it. you can just log in on your phone and visit them? Yeah. I can also trade from here, um, and you can put your guys into there and move them to a different game. So I imagine they will eventually update it so that you can do it with the new game, but they don't like to do that right off the bat. That way you can't cheat. Right. Yeah. How many Pokemon do you have in there? Uh, 1,357. (laughs) Did you catch them all? I did catch most of them. I'm missing like two legendaries that aren't available except through special events and a couple from the new one that I can't get anybody to trade with me for. They want something ridiculous. Go get that ridiculous thing. I don't... <laughs> I can't. Go win it. What? I don't know. Go fight someone and win the thing that they want. That's not really how it works, but that's... Go fight it. Go go get a ditto and have it change into whatever they want. And then trick them. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? I don't know. That's not how it works. But you can access the global <laughs> trading system and the wonder box and all that sort of stuff from here. It's very handy. Yeah, that is pretty neat. I remember when you first were just transferring Pokemon from game to game for a long time. Yeah, it was a hassle. I like this one. He's got a big head, and he's a reindeer. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. And he has a dance. He does. He rides this guy. He's a horse. Ghost. Are those separate Pokemon, or are they... They are, and you can combine them. Oh, that's good. I mean, he's really just that one riding that one, but... Yeah. I mean, I guess a lot of them could ride other ones if they really wanted to. Yeah. Here's a monkey with with a drape. Meow. Pokemon's is weird. Super weird. Uh, in the upcoming, they, this one was an exclusive for the upcoming Pokemon movie where this monster finds a baby and raises it. Is there an upcoming Pokemon movie? Yeah. It's either upcoming or already out. Yeah, you wouldn't so, know. You didn't even know Hawkeye came out. This one is <laughs> called Dada Zarud because the baby, I presume, will call him Dada because it's a baby. Yes. This one's regular style. Obviously. Nah. He's green. Instead of pink. And this one's a punch bear. This one's also a punch bear. You got so many Pokemans in the cloud. Yeah. This one looks like a Yu-Gi-Oh monster. Yep. This one's a dog. This is really good for the uh, listening audience. <laughs> this one's a different dog. For you to say, this looks like a thing, and then me go, yep. Bark. I'm a dog. This one's a dragon that shoots little dragons out of its head. Yes. It's pretty cool. I mean, I guess the people who know what the fuck you're talking about will know <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about. This one's called a Dreepy. A little ghost dragon. It's one of the dragons that the other dragon shoots out of its head. Ah. So far, everything Sky has said is technically correct, everyone, <laughs> even though you can't see what he's doing. I'll edit and most of that out. He, oh, okay. But the uh, Radiant Black number 10 came out, which I was super duper excited for. It's a comic book, in case you don't know. In I can this see issue, it. It's right there. This issue, um, there were two versions, the the like the $3 one and the $9 one, the one that I got, has especially treated with black light inks. Uh, so you have to get a black light? Yeah. I, I used that little tiny bl- blue black light, uh, and it was pretty rad. 
but it would be really nice to be able to see it in full <laughs> I have a, all at once. I have a black light on my stage at work. You want me to bring it? Uh, I can swipe it. It's right. mine. Okay. I mean, it's not mine. It's my department's. Nobody will know if you do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I'm my department. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll try and remember. Okay. So these Pokemans <laughs> are... He's uh, still looking at Pokemon. ...are based off of how terribly some scientists put together dinosaur skeletons. Ah. Um, so you can tell it's two separate Pokemans stapled together, more or less. That's a whole... There's like four of them. <laughs> it's silly. It's just making fun of, you know, the... Take uh, that, old-timey scientists, uh, you idiots. Like the... Old-timey scientists. London Museum, whoever they were. You know, the people that ravaged other cultures for stuff. The people that Indiana Jones was stealing for. Right. Those guys. They're silly. I'm sorry. The people that Indiana Jones was grave robbing for. That's right. And this is um, a <laughs> Galarian uh, Perserker. He's a, what a Meowth grows up into uh, in Galar. He's a little Viking. Is he as smarmy as a Meowth? Uh, I don't know. I haven't watched the anime. But oh. I would assume not. Why are you not watching bad. the anime? You're not doing anything else. You're not watching Hawkeye. <laughs> I don't. I haven't really ever enjoyed the Pokemon anime. Coming at you with the hot takes. But he'll sit. But he'll sit here for 15 minutes and show me pictures of Pokemon on That's his right. phone. Here's a kiss, mongoose. Yep. Uh. Find that Meowth. I want you to see him. He's got a cool little beard. Uh, but the Radiant Black was excellent. I um, When I met Kyle Higgins a couple of months ago, he told me about it and told me not to tell anybody, but now it's out and had been announced for a while, so it's okay for me to tell you. Did he write a Black it? Light one. Yeah. Kyle Higgins owns uh, all the rights to Radiant Black, so he can do whatever he wants with it, and uh, he was excited to tell us about the thing that he did. That's nice. Guy. nice. Yeah. Well, my phone has seemed to have frozen. So, but uh, you looked at too many pictures of Pokemon. Impossible. Uh, but that probably, there's other stuff, I'm sure. But this week was pretty blurry, and there was Thanksgiving, and you know, it went by real fast. And now it's Sunday again. Yeah, having four days off is great until the second half of that last day. Yeah, four days sounds great. Did you have to go to work on Thursday or Friday? Sure did. That sucks for you. It did. If only you had too many vacation days. Yeah. I'm trying to use them. They said, we'll get to it eventually. So, well, you're running out of time, bitches. <laughs> Either prove it or don't. Stop dicking me around. I have at least one week coming up. Um, that'll probably do it for this week. Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, if you want to, you can rate and review on whatever podcast app you do that on. You can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. And you can follow me at Matt Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. Did you hear me do that all in one blast? I did. I almost ran out of oxygen. I need one of those parasites. <laughs> or your inhaler. <laughs> I don't have an inhaler. You really look I like have you, a nose spray. You really it's look different. like you should have an inhaler. I do. I had braces and glasses and a podcast. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening, and sticky, guys. sticky, fat, loud best friend. <laughs> it's true. We'll see you next week. Uh, Black Lives Matter, defund the police. And stay frosty, everyone. <laughs>